0: happening now? We're about to send you back to the Re-Vuture. Hello and welcome to another episode of Back to the Reviture, the show in which we take a classic movie that one of us, or both of us, might not have seen, and we take a look at it now. I am Drew Bridger.
1: I'm Amber Inch.
0: And today we find ourselves firmly back in the action-packed 90s for what I think might be one of the most excited moments for this podcast I think I've been. (laughs) I am genuinely (laughs) excited about this film. More so than Robocop, which is one of my favourite films of all time, purely because the film that we are watching today is just so off the level (laughs) crazy. And you actually wanted to watch it. You borderline requested this film. And I am very excited to see what you think, because this is the second appearance on this podcast of your Number one guy, John Travolta. That's
1: why I wanted to
0: watch it. Right. And for some reason, it's the first appearance of one of my number one guys, Nicholas Cage. No, don't. (laughs) Yeah. If you haven't already figured it out by the the excitedness of my voice and the downtrodden cadence (laughs) of Amber's voice, we are looking at the sheer slice of cinematic genius that is 1997's Face Slash Off. (laughs) That's the technical term for the film. Face Slash Off.
1: I've been saying it wrong this whole time.
0: Yeah, no. I mean, most people out on the streets, those that maybe don't know as much, refer to it commonly. (laughs) Normies. Normies. In common context, will refer to it As face off. Right, okay. It's full, that's its abbreviated title. Its full title is face slash off.
1: It was, his face wasn't slashed off though, it was sucked off.
0: All right, what was sucked off? Oh, his (laughs) face was sucked off, right, okay, I see. That's a very different terminology that you've used there.
1: It's right though.
0: Now, I'm not just excited because I have loved this film for quite some time, but the reasons that I have loved it have changed <laughs> drastically <laughs> throughout the years. But I'm also excited because the two main cast members of this film, I can do great no, impressions of... no. I,
1: oh, no.
0: I'm not gonna do it just yet. No. I'll keep it in the back pocket for later. Okay. All right? But... <laughs> If anyone out there wants to hear what John Travolta arguing with Nicolas Cage no, would be no, like...
1: Yeah, just watch the film. Well, well all
0: right. <laughs> it's easy enough to just watch the film. Yes, it is. Do you want to hear we it coming YouTube from... have
1: now, you know.
0: Do you want to hear it coming from just the one person, though?
1: You kind yeah. of... Yeah. No, but you kind of can hear it coming from just the one person if you watch the film.
0: Well, all right, there is an argument to be made for that as well, I suppose. (laughs) So, Face Off is directed by John Woo, and there is so much of this film that is so typically John Woo. How much of an exposition did you have to John Woo before this? Like a Um, whole lot? of. I knew
1: about the coat thing. He did coats a lot. That's about it, really.
0: (laughs) He does... (laughs) <laughs> you have pretty much hit the nail on the what head
1: what did he do he's there was something else that i thought i'd yeah uh,
0: he did mission impossible 2 no okay no 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 he did do mission impossible 2 you you just didn't think it was that is what you mean no, by that. i'm
1: saying no because i haven't seen that right said okay no. Cause yeah. I
0: was <laughs> okay. I thought you meant no, as in no, he didn't direct right? that. No, <laughs> no, he no, did. I don't
1: know if he did or not. <laughs>
0: no, you've pretty much hit the nail on the head. John Woo does long coats in the wind, and inexplicably doves in slow motion Why? for some reason. That's just how you know it's a John Woo movie.
1: So what else has he done?
0: <laughs> I'll admit to you, most of them are not in the English language.
1: No. Right. Why? Well, where's he from?
0: He's an Asian director. Oh, he actually
1: is. Yeah. Oh, okay.
0: Yeah. So we did a lot of like martial arts films. Well,
1: that's what I thought. That's what I thought. Yeah. yeah. Yeah,
0: yeah. I mean, I love John Woo. I think he's a great director. You can't but... tell me
1: what he directed though.
0: Uh, oh, all <laughs> right Okay. All right. So f- some films that you might have known he directed. Right, it, obviously, okay. Mission Impossible Two. Yes, he did direct. Yeah, that's all right. I was right, with you. I
1: was just say, saying I have not seen it.
0: Okay. But he has directed that. He did Broken Arrow yes, as well. Yes, Broken
1: Arrow. That was also John Travolta. Wasn't it was
0: it? also John Travolta, but you also haven't seen Christians that either.
1: Latter as well.
0: Correct. Yeah. And yet you haven't seen it. No. No, oh, you know a lot about it though. Very yeah, interesting. It's got
1: John Travolta
0: in it. <laughs> he did Hard Boiled, which is another no, great I don't know film. Right. Uh, Bullet in the Head.
1: No.
0: A Better Tomorrow. Um, well, loads of, I mean, the further I go down, obviously it's less in the English language and more Chinese and Asian oh, okay. martial arts movies. But as we do every episode, we always start by getting a synopsis of the film that we are watching from the person that hasn't seen the film written before they knew what the film was about. So, Amber, what did you think... Face off was about before watching the film. Oh, I mean I'm taking it that you knew John Travolta and Nicolas Cage were in it.
1: Yeah.
0: Right, okay. That's good.
1: And you kept saying I'm gonna take his face off all the time. <laughs> so I do no. something about somebody taking someone's face off.
0: No. What do you mean? No? I didn't say I'm gonna take his face off. I said, I'm gonna take his face off.
1: Yeah, okay, yeah, you did.
0: Yeah. That was Nicolas Cage right there. He may as well have been in the room with us.
1: Yeah. Wasn't though, was he?
0: No. <laughs> Nicolas Cage just came right onto my face. and No, oh, wait, what? no, not like that. No, no, no. <laughs>
1: Disgusting.
0: <laughs>
1: so, so I kind of struggled with this quite a lot because I couldn't right. really think of why somebody would want somebody's face taken off. I didn't, obviously, without having the knowledge that this guy was a terrorist and this guy was a terrorist hunter or whatever <laughs> <That> t- <laughs> a terrorist hunter i love it it's like
0: that's like the next level up from bounty yeah. hunter terrorist hunter <laughs>
1: yeah
0: that would have given dog the bounty hunter a whole <laughs> different vibe if he was dog the terrorist hunter well
1: he kind of was he thought he was anyway well yeah <laughs> Yeah, without having all of that extra information, I found it quite difficult to kind of think why he would want to do it. Right, so, like, okay. So the only thing that I could think of was a little bit lame, and I was glad that it wasn't that. But I just couldn't think, because I knew it was kind of an action film, so it couldn't be sure. a soppy story or something. I just, But I couldn't think. So okay. basically, I just thought that one man wants the other man's face...
0: <laughs> right he, he just wants, he just his, wants face. his
1: face like wants his life basically
0: oh okay so, so he, so it's, it's not just that he wants his face he wants his identity
1: he wants to be him, to be him. Right. so man wants other man's life slash face so he kidnaps him until he gets it and then he is him right
0: mm-hmm. and then
1: he swaps his face with the other guy so nobody knows that he's been swapped and he can just live happily with this man's life forever and ever I'm in mean.
0: ah okay so so yours is a little bit less action-y and kind That's of a little I mean, bit more like stalker think... sinister yeah, kind of. I couldn't of...
1: think of any reason why anybody would do it, but I knew that it Right. I knew that it wasn't that type of film, but I just couldn't I just couldn't think of any other reason.
0: Right. Okay. Do you know what? It's not a million miles away well, I mean, it's totally different. what happened
1: <laughs> it's less Apart of it from the fact that he swapped his face
0: yeah but what you've got there is more of a want rather than a necessity of having to swap a face i, know, but I couldn't
1: think of why anybody would need to swap somebody's face
0: well i mean this is taking <laughs> undercover to the next level
1: yeah, yeah is what it is i mean fine but obviously once you start a film on the prerequisite of something that's totally ridiculous and impossible (laughs) then everything else after that is just fine but this is the thing you just accept literally everything after that because you just think well it was impossible that his face can be so seamlessly changed and his voice can change to somebody else with two minutes switching of a knob that's fine so after that You just think, yes, it's totally plausible that this guy has just jumped off a building into the water and been fine. I don't know how, but he has.
0: And this is the great thing. This is the great thing. If you set that level of implausibility (laughs) right early on in the film, the rest of the film you just go, oh, okay, I'm not questioning this now. Yeah,
1: and there's no yeah explanation as to how this science works, or how they've nope. developed this, or how even how long they've been really trying it, and if they've had nope. weird experiments before where somebody's just wandering around with half a face or something. Well,
0: well, hang on now. you did see them making a guy a new ear. That's but that pretty impressive. No, but
1: that wasn't an, yeah, exactly that's what I'm saying. That wasn't an experiment. They have perfected it by this point. Right. so they didn't say that, oh, you know, things have gone wrong up until now, but now it's fine. Like, it was just all of a sudden, oh, we know how to do it. Yeah. Just believe us.
0: Yeah. They just, they've (laughs) worked hard at it. Yeah,
1: but they didn't even say that.
0: They're scientists.
1: Right? We have scientists. And more so,
0: yeah, I know, but more so, they're scientists in the 90s, all right, that have worked really hard for a long time, (laughs) all right? And it's all covert, so of course... No one else knows about it.
1: Yeah, so this could actually be happening in real life right now in the FBI and we wouldn't even know. Yeah. I mean Right like, Scary. You know? <laughs> there's so there's so many people that I thought, oh, they're acting weird today. And it's probably because they got their face topped with something. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so everybody just accepted that they were allowed to do that. I know. That was fine.
0: But this is the great thing, all right? And this is what I love not necessarily about action movies but in a very very specific vein (laughs) of action movies in the 90s it's also
1: robocop as well though isn't it because it is oh yeah we can just attach a robot to this man and he'll be fine why just because he just he just he just is i
0: I mean i don't want to get into specifics they didn't attach a robot to a man (laughs) technically they made a man into a robot yeah, is kind of no, the other way they around did they not but...
1: attach robot parts to the man's body
0: uh, well, okay yes in that sense yeah you're right yeah 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 but it's like the 70s and 80s kind of started a chain of action movies that were real people in realistic situations with outlandish premises mm. like yeah. Predator I mean okay? why
1: not I'm not di- I'm not Judging it or saying it's bad right. or saying there's anything wrong about it. I mean, why not? If you can, then fine. People don't watch films to get the truth. People no, yeah, watch documentaries for that. Right, but <laughs> there's a thing fine. because this it doesn't. I mean, you know, and
0: because things like Predator set up real people like commandos in a real situation like the jungle, but with an outlandish premise that there's an alien. Yeah. The 90s had to one up <laughs> <an> that. Alien.
1: <laughs> well, it is an alien. I know it is, but it's just so funny when you say it. The 90s. 90... <laughs>
0: he's he's an alien he just it's
1: just
0: like the 90s then had to like one up that by going all right real people in outlandish situations
1: (laughs) but i could at least understand the alien i mean again i'm not um like i'm not saying that (laughs) it's bad that they've gone over exaggerated with this that's fine but at least i could kind of understand watching alien and thinking right maybe this could be a metaphor for something the guy that's supposed to be an alien is actually just walking around looking like a regular man with like a dreadlock on so it could just be somebody that they're fighting in the jungle like it's fine
0: <laughs> a dreadlock or predator <laughs> well, is he predator, he's, yeah, predator. predator. So he's
1: like but he's an alien he?
0: Yes. Although, in that world, you can only refer to Predator as Predator and not an alien because course, aliens alien are alien, also. It's very confusing. Yeah, but you I know, know what I'm trying to say. I know what you're trying so to say. So I can
1: still kind of think, well, actually, not plausible in the way of what he is, but yes, there are Predators that you fight out there, you know? So it's mm. like, yeah.
0: And one Predator <laughs> is Nicolas Cage as oh, Castor Troy. No. Yeah, or in this case,. John Travolta as Nicolas Cage as Castor Troy.
1: Very good. I don't know why they didn't just get him to play both.
0: Now, I've got to say, (laughs) all right?
1: Like Big Mama's House. He just plays all parts. (laughs) Right? I mean, this is the thing. I don't know why they didn't just do that.
0: This is the thing. They are so good at playing both roles. They? Yeah, both of them. Nicolas Cage (laughs) and... I wasn't referring to John Travolta as they. I was referring to both of them. (laughs) (laughs) Like I'm not referring I know know he plays Two different roles In this film I get that I'm not referring (laughs) to him As multiple people I was just shocked
1: That you were Putting Nicolas Cage In the same category
0: Hey look They both Do a great job Of playing Two different (laughs) parts In this film They really don't
1: I'm sorry They don't But here's the thing They just
0: (laughs) don't Okay Here's the thing This is not My number one Favourite Nicolas Cage movie. I am happy to What's admit that.
1: What's
0: your number that. one favourite Nicolas Cage movie? My number
1: one
0: favourite Nicolas Cage movie is The, the Rock. Rock. Ah! Yay! Ah! <laughs> well done. Up top. Yeah. Yay. I knew that you knew it. I love I didn't know The Rock. That. Absolutely love that movie. Um, unfortunately, it is a Michael Bay movie but it's an early Michael Bay movie around the time that he did Bad Boys, so you can kind of get away with it, right? I think this is level pegging maybe for my number two favourite Nicolas Cage movie, and I think this one just pips it because (laughs) of him playing off against John Travolta. But my other one that I really love is Con Air.
1: Oh, yeah, Con Air, yeah.
0: But here's the thing. He doesn't play two different roles in Connor. He no. only plays the one guy.
1: Well, he only in this, really he plays, plays two the one guys. In this as well. He really doesn't. He does. Like... Well, he right. just makes every single character that Nicolas Cage plays is Nicolas Cage. I do it's have just to... a... it's just a fact. I there do is nothing. I have
0: to say I think this might be my number one favorite John Travolta movie though.
1: What? Yeah. <laughs> we watched Saturday Night Fever, not even many weeks ago. (laughs) My point still stands. (laughs) I appreciate
0: Tony Monero. I appreciate him. Alright? I realise Tony Monero's significance. He must be
1: what Pulp Fiction? You don't think that's a better you think it's a better film than that? I'll be honest, I kind of forgot about Pulp Fiction.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I do really like Pulp Fiction, yes. But I don't know, there's just something (laughs) There's just something about John Travolta long, in this movie. It's a lot than
1: I thought it was. It went on a long time. Why, why did they try and kill each other for so long?
0: I, they just really that like killing long, each other. I feel like... For two people that really like trying to kill each other, they don't actually end up killing <laughs> no. each other.
1: No, they don't.
0: And part no, of me thinks that's so because they're happened? actually... They really like each other. They don't actually want to kill each other.
1: Yeah, it's the they, Batman joke They've been thing.
0: doing it so long. They don't know how to kill the other person. It's like
1: they need the other one. They
0: need somewhere. to have the other and one to do. give them relevance. John
1: Travolta needed...
0: Nicolas Cage. Nicolas
1: Cage to stay alive and his character to stay yeah. alive. Because that gave him something to do. He, could, he didn't know what to do once that guy had been captured and it was all said and done now. I know, he was themselves. miserable. He didn't know what to do with He themselves. was miserable. He was like, oh, yeah, I'm so excited. I'm going to be able to stay at home. Two seconds later after staying at home for a, like that, those two seconds. Yeah. I might need to go on another assignment. Oh, because. Oh, a, oh, oh, oh really? What a surprise. Oh, uh, because a
0: building's going to blow up because they know that there's a bomb. <laughs> well, do you know what? That's why there are bomb That's squads. That's problem. That's why there are counter-terrorist units that aren't the FBI. His job is done. <laughs> His job's and it's so done. Frustrating. He got the guy that shot him and killed his son and was a murderous, rampaging tyrant. He got him. His job's done. He you know, you you doesn't need to go back into it. All right, shouting <laughs> I'm shouting at John Travolta.
1: <laughs> and it's frustrating because actually, when he went to the prison to do what he wanted to do, he got the information within the first 10 minutes. Right. And that so the His job was, was done. Finished, done. Yeah. But no. It it wasn't finished, was it? No. And four hours of wrestling on the ground.
0: <laughs> A bit of an exaggeration. I feel like but... this
1: is where um Family Guy got all of their chicken fight influence from oh my goodness it's all they do it just goes on forever and they just roll around on the a
0: hundred percent a hundred percent and didn't i say that face off has one of my favorite chase sequences in a film of all time it's on the boat at the end there's a boat chase at the end and it's absolutely (laughs) brilliant
1: because we all know he doesn't need a boat he can he's perfectly fine swimming right he jumped off of that building (laughs)
0: And there's absolutely no explanation as to how he made it from that open no, water back would, to land. No explanation. I don't think anybody. No would explanation.
1: Have you know people say when you land on water from that height it's like landing on concrete. Like it's literally that hard. Like it's that horrible. Surely how he would he have broken, broken his ankles. Anything? Yeah. Right. Well, I don't know about that.
0: <laughs> but I mean it just the next thing it just cuts to him being on land yeah. stealing keys from a valet yeah. for a car. Yeah.
1: This is what I mean. It was at that exact when he when he went to jump off the building, it was at that exact moment where I thought they set up at the beginning of the film that this is an impossible thing to do, so now we don't care about this, right? So that's
0: fine. Set the implausibility bar yeah. nice and high at the start. Mm. Everything after that no, completely it. believable. No, this is why Demolition Man works so brilliantly cuz you just buy wow. into the fact that they can cryogenically freeze someone perfectly in 1996. <laughs> All right. They could do and it then to you Captain just go oh in the 1950s then they can do
1: it. Right, but
0: that but here's the thing. This is, we, we talked about this on that we? episode. We did say, See, and I said, that, and I said that was accidental. I was gonna say, yeah. That, that was done accident. with intent.
1: That was an accident.
0: Right. So they just have the ability to cryogenically freeze anyone they like at any point. And, and you just to go, to him. <laughs> and you just go, all right, I'm right. in for this ride, yeah. fine everything else after yeah, this point think, that is right. that is that is by comparison more believable than this less believable thing right at the start i'm just going to buy into it's a very very clever writing technique that to my knowledge was executed more in the 90s than <laughs> any other era and that's why there is a very specific vein of 90s action movies that are exactly like Face-Off, that are sheer brilliance.
1: Well, they still do it now.
0: Well, yeah, they do. And I suppose...
1: Everything. To an extent. You love Pacific Rim. That's I the love... Thing I about do it. love Pacific how can Rim. You, how can we ever believe that that happened?
0: I do love Pacific Rim. And you make a good point. And I think it's because of my early love of Face-Off
1: that built up <laughs> no, no, that not. I led like it
0: I think it is now obviously I said at the start I'm really excited about this because I think that this film is brilliant but my reasons for liking it have changed drastically over the years so I first watched this film when I was 14, 15 and I loved it and I thought do you know what this might be The greatest action movie of all time. I sat there, I watched this film and I thought, (laughs) I love everything about this. I love the long coats blowing in the wind. I love the (laughs) slow motion doves. I love the jewel wielding twin Um. golden guns jumping through the air. I love the jumping through a plate glass window when there's actually nothing next to it and you could have just dived through thin air instead of having to go through the window. All of it. Loved it. As I continued to watch it through the years and I saw it for what it really was, I now look at it and I go, this is absolutely brilliant because there are so many parts of this film that are just cringeworthy in the greatest most ridiculous sense all of it and i still love it but just for different reasons
1: yeah i mean as a film it is fine
0: (laughs) i love that it is fine it's
1: good it's i mean it's good it's fine the storyline does actually make sense when you're watching the film and i worked out kind of where it was heading when he said, "Oh, his brothers in prison, and you've got to mm-hmm. try and find something," you know, and then I was like, "Oh, that's why he takes it." So the reason kind of became a lot clearer to me once yeah. I realised who they were and what was going on. So
0: the reasoning behind what yeah, they fine. do is completely plausible. It is, yeah. It's just the method that they're executing yeah, it it's with. The, it's
1: the me- It's because the method is so flawless. Like, there is not one part of their skin or face or body or hair or voice <laughs> right? that even gives them away even once.
0: Except for their blood type.
1: I know. Which but is but just,
0: like, that's his... the key to it. That's how she finds but out. if his
1: wife wasn't a doctor, then nobody ever would have found that. Ah, uh,
0: everybody would have been screwed. <laughs>
1: yeah. Exactly.
0: Everybody would have been screwed. Exactly. That's where the plot falls apart, because if she hadn't been a doctor... Yeah, I know. No yeah. one would have believed it.
1: <laughs> they wrote it, so right? she's always going to be a doctor. Well, yeah, there is that. I <laughs> suppose.
0: So, what kind of things did you notice through this film?
1: Mainly that John Travolta gave a masterclass in acting. <laughs> <laughs> that was my number one point. I was I was kind of expecting real big things from this in the acting sector, because I watched an interview with John Travolta not that long ago. It was like a week or two two weeks, maybe two weeks ago. And it's kind of the reason why I wanted to watch this film when you brought it up. And I thought, oh, yeah, let's do that. That would be interesting. And he was talking about his pre, some of his previous roles, like some of his big things. And they were like, he was taking us through the story, how he got involved with something. And so they asked him about Face Off, and he was talking about how... It was really that was really intense, but it was like so fun because he had to watch Nicolas Cage and his films, and he had to sit in a room with him and study his mannerisms, and he really had to get into how Nicolas Cage would act, speak, you know, to really convince everybody that he was Nicolas Cage playing this character. They
0: sat together for about two weeks.
1: Yeah, and I think saying, just studying each other's and like, so, and so mannerisms
0: thought, and uh, vocal cadences and everything. Yeah. They they decided together on certain mannerisms mm. that each one of them was gonna have that the other one would copy.
1: Yeah, and yeah. this is what he said. So It was like, they were reflecting each other. And I thought, oh, this sounds actually really interesting because I didn't think of it in that way before. So I thought, oh, this is, <laughs> this is gonna be really good with that interview in mind. And then the minute that I saw Nicolas Cage being John Travolta, I thought, right. So, he didn't really do any research then. <laughs> he just acted exactly how Nicolas Cage would act in that situation. Fine, okay, fine. Well, here's the thing
0: Nicolas Cage was playing as John Travolta after he is no longer Castor Troy, but is instead Sean Archer. He plays it way more as the straight. Character no, but who is I desperate. That
1: was good. No, but it was he bad. becomes more
0: and more desperate but through the film.
1: Bad. It was it was bad. I don't think that was good. See here's thing. He didn't the thing. act w- when he was being. I'm still going trying... to defend Nicholas Cage. No, he's trying to convince his wife that he's him. Why is he still doing the thing that Nicholas Cage does all the time when he like friends and cry and then starts laughing. Why does he do that? John Travolta, as his character in the beginning of the film, never once did anything like that. Not once.
0: But he's becoming more desperate as the film goes on. That's why.
1: He was desperate as his character in the first place, trying to get the man that killed his son. And he still didn't act like that. He still acted solemn, disappointed, beaten, like trodden down. You know, in that like that type of way. You know, he was a guy that was like on his knees. He was done, done, finished, tired, right. done. And that—that that is the opposite. Of I don't the know. I don't know why
0: you seem angry at me. I—I I didn't. I didn't write the film. I'm not. <laughs> I'm not Nicolas Cage. It
1: wasn't the person that wrote the film that had the problem. <laughs> <laughs> I thought we established that. This—this
0: uh, this isn't even the cageiest that know, Cage has ever been. I know. Been. I know. Because he was this supposed is like, to be
1: somebody else. This is like dialed the Tra- back The minute for that Cage. John Travolta came on the screen. I was thinking, wow, yeah, he is really good. <laughs> yeah, but you really would. Good in it. <laughs> You would. That's what I'm
0: saying. You would for John Travolta, okay, and I would for Nicolas Cage. This is exactly no, what I'm saying. No
1: but, no, but it's different, though, because, yes, okay, I am yeah, biased yeah, yeah, because yeah, yeah, I think yeah. he is, like, the greatest thing to ever. Of him. course,
0: yeah. of course. And I don't but, dispute that.
1: But he was just good he was just so much he was just he good he is I he just is. believed I believed him that he was this guy yeah and he was just it just yeah. took to him immediately yeah. I didn't believe that that um, Nicolas Cage was the other guy I did you mean, not? No,
0: no because this is the thing I think that Nicolas Cage obviously when you're directly comparing the two okay John Travolta did a better job of portraying a character that Nicolas Cage would play, that Nicolas Cage did of portraying a character that John Travolta would play. But for the most part, (laughs) you are seeing John Travolta as Nicolas Cage away from the people that he has to disguise himself around. Nicolas Cage, you're seeing him being that character around people all the time where he has to pretend to be someone he's not.
1: Constantly. Yeah, yeah, I understand So that. I just don't think that his face and his mannerisms really did that very well. He was still being super duper Nicholas Cage.
0: <laughs> he and that's partly and the actually, attraction of the film was... to me if I'm being honest. <laughs> I know, I'm I know, not going to lie. That's partly what drew me into the but film. When he
1: was being John Travolta's character he was being more Nicholas Cage than he was in the first part. <laughs> how, did that, how did that happen? It made it worse. Because he has to, like, what's going on?
0: Because when he's in the prison, he has to really exaggerate it. He has to really sell it.
1: That yeah, no, I do understand yeah. that part. What I'm saying is, yeah, fine, that's fine because he's supposed, to, he's really supposed to be him then. Yeah, fine. That was quite good because you could see him. He was like startled and taken aback by the fact this guy was beating him up, and he was like, oh, I don't know what to do. And then realized that he's this person that actually would know what to do yeah and you could see him kind of psyching himself up and trying to get into character and giving himself a bit of a like oh, like a bit of a rush to yeah to then so, so that yeah that part was fine but it was when he was with his wife and he was trying to make her believe that he was him and i just that just seemed really off <laughs> i just just didn't seem right. Mm,
0: okay. All right. I mean, I, I kind of see where you're coming from. I kind of see where you're
1: coming <laughs> you're from. You're going to say whatever you like. No, I mean... Because you I, were like Nicolas Cage. I, well, What's I mean, you know... What's that film that he was in that he, was gone, that he went mental when he was... It was like, not a horror film, but it was kind of... He was with his family and he was murdering his family, but then he wasn't...
0: Oh, Mum and Dad. Yeah. Yes. That yeah. one. Oh yeah,
1: because it was like the thing on the TV makes the parents want to kill the children. Yes. Is that
0: it? Yeah, 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 Something there's a like frequency that, that yeah. goes out through the television. <laughs> yeah. It's it's crazy. I mean,
1: we
0: I mean, if we're talking supreme Nicolas Cage moments, we can't forget things like Ghost Rider.
1: Yeah, that is I can't You know, we can't what, forget can take Vampire's Kiss. Seriously. But how can you take them seriously? i, I, I can't mean take it seriously this is the thing bit. all right so there are
0: some times when i take Nicolas cage very seriously <laughs> in films like lord of war absolutely. all right i loved that film that was great then there are some moments in things like vampires kiss what was the one where he goes absolutely mental i think it's something i want to say that it was downfall that that was what the film was called but i also know that that's a biopic about hitler as well so it's not that one (laughs) but i'm i'm certain that the title of the film is something like that but it's absolutely mental and he just has a complete breakdown chewing munching the scenery it's crazy we interrupt this show to bring you a brief word from our sponsors Amber, I would like to tell you about Greenbird Gift Baskets. Cool. Cool. You're interested? Interested. Excellent. I'm glad you said that because Greenbird Gift Baskets is a small local business based in Southampton offering gourmet gift baskets beautifully hand wrapped in biodegradable cellophane. They use products from small local businesses wherever they can and are perfect gifts for weddings, birthdays, baby showers or simply as a thank you.
1: We are passionate about supporting small local businesses who offer delicious products and share our values on sustainability. There is a selection of baskets available online, Greenbird Gift Baskets at square.site and all baskets are totally customisable for dietary needs and tastes.
0: Greenbird Gift Baskets offer sweet, savoury and mixed baskets as well as picnic boxes and prices start from just £25 for a gift basket. Amber, they can even add wine or fizz for an extra special touch
1: collection is available from Southampton or they can deliver to surrounding areas so visit greenbirdgiftbaskets at square.site and check them out on Facebook and Instagram at greenbirdgiftbaskets
0: oh and make sure to tell them that back to the review just sent you yeah? and now we return to your regularly scheduled programming would you like a little bit of face off trivia time?
1: yeah okay oh thank
0: you i was wondering if you would remember i
1: forgot forgot what the tune
0: is i mean we've established this don't try to look for a formula in the tune there is no formula we we just go we there's a there's a noise that follows it every time okay face off trivia time f-o-t-t or f slash o-t-t to give it its full title okay all right listen to this because this is going to rock your damn world.
1: (laughs) I bet it better now.
0: All right. Originally, Arnold Schwarzenegger and Sylvester Stallone were in mind to play the lead (laughs) roles. When John Woo was brought in to direct, he decided that John Travolta and Nicolas Cage would be more suited to the roles. Now, can you imagine watching Face Off in 1997 (laughs) with Arnold Schwarzenegger? And Sylvester Stallone In the roles then? Because <laughs> thinking about it That's another two people That I can do oh, That right. I could just reenact the film for you
1: Oh right no, So if okay.
0: you want to no, okay. uh, you know, I'm, uh, I'm Sean Archer I don't know what you're talking about I'm Sean Archer uh, No you're not You're a the toy I'm Sean Archer Yeah uh, <laughs> I mean, the film practically writes itself after that point. The
1: film's already written, so yeah.
0: Yeah, well, there we go. <laughs> so what do you reckon to that?
1: I would actually... Would that change the
0: film a lot for you?
1: Yeah, it would probably be awful.
0: Oh, okay.
1: <laughs> what, you think that would be good?
0: I mean... <laughs> no,
1: I, I don't... don't think they'd be Okay, so here's me. the thing. I don't... <laughs> no,
0: no, I don't know if it would be... Oh, no. I don't know if it would necessarily be better or worse... It would be way worse. I don't I'm I don't know. I reckon yeah. it would be drastically different though. I think they because could here's
1: act the thing. like each other. Well yeah, here's do you the think thing they could do that.
0: I don't know that they would be able to act like <laughs> they each other.
1: Else.
0: Because Sylvester Sloan and and Arnie are very similar already. Like that's the point. I think that's the point. They would kind of both be pretty oh, similar. But Here's the thing, I think there would be way, way less acrobatics and, like, gunplay and jumping around. (laughs) It would be way more physical.
1: (laughs) They could just get the same stunt guys as they did with this one, because they didn't care if they looked like them or not. (laughs) Okay, all right.
0: So, on that subject, let's talk about that, all right? Because these stunt guys had a real tough go of it. (laughs) in this film, all right, Because these stunt guys really got put through some crap <laughs> in this film. And some of them, they may as well have been blonde-haired, blue-eyed guys yeah, yeah. playing Nicolas Cage and John Travolta for, yeah. for all of the similarities that they had, All right,
1: <laughs> One of them was a completely different colour. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and this is the thing. This was filmed, obviously, <laughs> in 1997. I know, but they it only surely. Right. And I appreciate that. This was filmed in an era where they did not take into consideration that people would eventually be watching this on... 50-inch 4K TV screens and be able to go, well, that guy has a completely different hairline to Nicolas Cage. But they
1: did imagine that it would be shown on a super huge screen in the cinema in front of everybody. Well, all right. You're not going to be playing it on, like, tiny little old portable TVs.
0: No, all (laughs) right. And I appreciate that. But... I mean, even when they're I rolling mean, it off it was a, a
1: long shot, but it wasn't that long.
0: <laughs> do you think John Woo, at one point, didn't think to go, can we film this from slightly further back? <laughs>
1: Just a little further. Just, yeah, a little further. Yeah, a little further. No, yeah, a no, little further. No,
0: I think we're really going to need to do a crane <laughs> shot to, to make it convincing that this guy is Nicolas Cage. Oh, you can't
1: even tell that that's a person. Perfect. Let's do it.
0: Brilliant. I think my favourite shot of this film is when they crash the boat at the end and the boat goes flying through the air and they fly off... They literally get launched off the front of it and there's this wire work that just pulls them off the front of this boat and there's a slow motion shot of them flying through the air being followed by a flaming boat and not one of them looks... Like Nicolas Cage or John Travolta. That
1: might have been Arnold Schwarzenegger and Sylvester Stallone in that shot. And that it was just like a little tidbit, you know?
0: I reckon they would have been more inclined (laughs) to do their own stunts if they had done the film.
1: They, well, John Travolta and Nicolas Cage probably weren't allowed because at the time they were probably far too expensive.
0: I, I don't doubt that for a second. But here's the thing, this is what I was also saying. If it was Arnie and Sly... I reckon it would have been far less about running around firing guns at each other. Yeah, it would have been literally
1: everything explode. so much more <laughs>
0: physical. It yeah, would have yeah. been way more actual hand-to-hand fist fighting. Because they
1: fought, they fought quite a lot, but not with each other. Yes, I mean they beat people up all the time, but they didn't. They didn't do it to each other. No. When they when they got to each other, they just rolled around. <laughs> yeah.
0: Right. Because Grappling <laughs> it, because we've worked out within the first ten minutes of the film that they're yeah, terrible at shooting at each other.
1: Yes. Yes. Yeah. Terrible. Yeah. <laughs> they get within the first
0: ten minutes of the film. John Travolta can <laughs> shoot the valve off of a gas <laughs> canister <laughs> to separate <laughs> two people so that one of them can get arrested. Yeah. But. Can't,
1: can't shoot each other when right
0: Shoot in each Nicolas other. Cage. I
1: know, that yeah, I know. It's crazy.
0: Nicolas Cage as John Travolta they were like later on can nail someone in the forehead yeah. without even barely looking at them yeah. after his brother gets yeah, killed. Yeah, yeah. But for some reason, can't find the time or effort to <laughs> shoot other Nicholas Cage, the worst. Mm. <laughs> and Nicholas Cage, he gets two guns.
1: Yeah, he's using two of them. He's using two
0: of them. He still can't hit a target.
1: What's oh, going felt, on with I that? I felt bad for his brother actually. That was quite sad in the end because his brother had problems, obviously. He sad. had a lot
0: of problems. He
1: did. Yeah. That was sad.
0: He was more of a. And then he tied his yeah. shoe at
1: the end. <laughs> That's genuinely sad bit, yeah. It is. I knew he was yeah. gonna do that, and then I was like, Oh, he's gonna tie his shoelace.
0: Oh. I did find it funny just watching John Travolta get so broken up about it and stroking his hand over his face. And then someone it comes in, hand, it
1: was his gun, yeah. I know, he's giving his gun a good old tongue in,
0: <laughs> and someone comes in and goes, Why are you doing that? <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, sir, why do you care about him? It's just his brother and they shoot yeah, him through the head <laughs> exactly <laughs>
0: hi bro <laughs> I don't know He's what weird. it was about Pollock's Troy dressing up as Shaggy from Scooby Doo yeah why either. did he do that he looked a lot like for some reason I don't know what I it was. I thought that
1: was the jumpsuit.
0: Always ended up looking That's like
1: That's the jumpsuit. That no, is. in
0: one scene he's genuinely wearing like an open neck green shirt. I
1: thought that I thought that was the jumpsuit. That they was it? Him, the I, don't, one. I don't
0: know. Like, I don't know. it Might be. overall.
1: overalls, I don't
0: know. Might be, but even so. <laughs>
1: there was just so many weird things. It was just like
0: And I knew what? you were going to get offended by the fact that he sits there in the in the interview room and goes think of how terrible i have it this (laughs) this hairline this nose this ridiculous chin
1: how dare they how dare they
0: yes you're not the only one in the family that has the brains oh no but i am the only one that has the looks now
1: (laughs) touché Touché. (laughs) that oh that's so rude that's rude Although, but, I mean, they cleared it with him because he was the one that said it. So yeah. they were probably like, can you just say this? I think, he would say. I think that's the thing.
0: I think they're <laughs> laughing at themselves a little bit in yeah, this probably. film. But I think we need to talk about how good John Travolta is okay, at playing yeah. a bad guy.
1: All
0: oh, right. <laughs> I got you excited for that and then let you down. I, <laughs>
1: no, he is really I good. I saw at your a bad visual yeah, no, disappointment. He, is
0: good. <laughs> he like, is really good. As good as he is at playing the main protagonist in a film as being Tony Manero or as being Vincent Vega. All right. Danny
1: Zuko. Or Danny
0: Zuko. Zuko. All right. (laughs) He is brilliant at being a villain. He did it in in this. He did it in Broken Arrow. He did it in the Thomas Jane Punisher movie. I would watch any film if you told me that John Travolta played the bad guy in it, all right? Yeah, no matter how implausible it is. I mean, I would sit and watch Battlefield Earth. Oh. Yeah, all right? I mean, I haven't. I've put off watching People it.
1: People really but hate that.
0: That's because it's terrible, Amber.
1: But how do you know?
0: You just do. <laughs> you just... Do you know how sometimes you look at something... And you just go, I just know that this is going to be terrible. I don't need to know a lot about it. I just get this like instinctual feeling. Yeah, because people say feeling. that it's
1: horrible. It's his like, his weird hair and like the alien thing. I mean, it wasn't, for some reason, my brain wants to link it to Scientology kind of <laughs> because it's like a weird <laughs> it's like a weird alien it's like a weird alien thing <laughs> it's, is there like an alien overlord or something I don't know I mean there are,
0: he's he's part of an alien race that look a lot like Klingons but yes, aren't Klingons yeah
1: but he had like weird dreadlock things
0: that's right yeah. yeah weird I mean I don't like think we've got enough time left on the episode to get no, into Scientology no, 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 no. so I mean, that's a whole other rabbit hole well, no, to go down. I was going to
1: say this is something I'm taking it way back now because I forgot right. we went off or something. What I would want to see is a film, it's a film or a version of Face Off where it's John Travolta and Sylvester Stallone, like them two together instead of. Oh,
0: I mean together. that. <laughs> now there's a combo. <laughs> There is a combo. That is a test. All those
1: chins and mouths. <laughs> and <they're> like...
0: <laughs> you wouldn't know whose chin is which.
1: No, no. They'd have to add. Well, they've got the same hair, very similar hair. Yeah.
0: When, <laughs> during the uh, the facing off process. Yeah they would have to add so much chin to uh, to John <laughs> Travolta oh, right, to okay. turn him into yeah and the mouth, Imagine Nicola, the mouth uh, d- like not Nicholas Cage sliced alone
1: the extra stuff underneath to plump the mouth up
0: there are so many do you know what we should do is we should get a three way face off <laughs> with Nicholas Cage John Travolta and sliced alone
1: how does
0: who's going to know whose chin is whose <laughs> at that point <laughs> There's so many chins and hairlines going around. No <laughs> one's... Nasty. Everyone's going to end up as a weird hodgepodge Frankenstein <laughs> of the other I'm person. Surprised they didn't,
1: i was surprised they didn't anyway. How they managed to do that, I won't even... I can't even understand. <laughs> I just watched somebody's face get vacuumed off. It's, just, <laughs> it's disgusting. What did you
0: think about the supposed scientific process behind mean? this film? Because it's not just enough that they tell you the process of what's gonna do. They yeah, actually show it. you it happening.
1: Yeah.
0: What did you reckon Well, to they that? kind
1: of show you it happening, but they show you the computer basically saying, well, oh, this is what his hair's gonna be like. That's it now. And then they, like, cut his face around. <laughs> like, I do it's have to say... not even a good line. Yeah. They just cut it around his jaw, kind of. It doesn't match up for where the face has got. Like, it's... Uh, No, It's a literal face mask. It's difficult to... uh, I will admit, I didn't think any of this when I was watching the film. I have only just thought about this now. Right. Uh, Now that we're talking about it afterwards. Okay. But If I didn't sit down and think about it and talk about it, I probably wouldn't even really bother. I probably wouldn't even realise. It wouldn't cross my mind. But now I'm just thinking... They've got completely different face shapes. They've got completely different head sizes. How does the front of their face even fit onto the other person's? Like, it just doesn't make any sense. Like, his face... Nicolas Cage's face is so much longer.
0: I mean... How
1: did that go on, like nice round John Travolta's regular head, like, just his chin skin would have been flapping at the bottom, like, it just doesn't make any sense.
0: I don't know how to tell you the scientific process behind it. All we know is what we've established, that the implausible is possible at this point, and they just go, do you know what, we've got a way of doing it. Yeah. Like, they shave off part of the bone structure, or add on to the bone yeah, structure so of his so chin how, and then put the thing the over the top.
1: back to normal again? Because they just
0: shave it back off again or add it back on.
1: I know, but... This how? is what they said. They no. said it's
0: all perfectly reversible and you just go, oh, all right then. As long as it's perfectly reversible,
1: that's believable reversible in
0: this world.
1: And I said, how? But didn't question <laughs> any further. Just kept watching. <laughs> so yeah. But how do we even know the The person that went back at the end was actually John Travolta's character and not Nicholas Cage's character. We don't even know. We don't even know that they did reverse it. We don't even know. They might have just said, oh, sorry, we actually can't reverse this. Could you just pretend to be him anyway?
0: Well, I mean, this is the thing, though. He was definitely dead. No,
1: we don't know that, though, do we?
0: He was there definitely was lot dead. There's a of
1: times when we thought he's definitely dead.
0: Well, he's definitely dead this time, I'm pretty sure. This isn't Jason Voorhees or Freddy Krueger or Michael Myers that we're talking about. So
1: you believe that they've got somebody that can take somebody else's face, voice, body off and put it onto somebody else, but they can't mend a harpoon.
0: I mean, they left him with the harpoon in there for quite some time. I think that was... Yeah, which
1: meant that it was keeping the blood in
0: well all right okay maybe maybe i'll tell you that's why
1: it was so smoky at the end because you weren't supposed to realize who it was whereas he walked into the house as if he was walking in from stars in the rise
0: yeah why is it so smoky outside here's the thing i know why they do those shots from a technical standpoint they put the fog kind of behind them to diffuse the light (laughs) And make it seem brighter and happier and everything. It sets the scene. (laughs) We haven't even got on to... We we are so nearly out of time. And we haven't even got on to the creepy face touching bit. But before we do, would you like another quick bit of F slash O T T face off trivia time?
1: Okay.
0: (laughs) You nearly forgot then.
1: I didn't. I was just, you know.
0: This face off trivia time is a little bit pretentious there's actually two bits that lead into one another all right so here's the thing this get this is where it gets a little bit pretentious the two main characters blood types reflect their antagonistic nature no they (laughs) don't sean archer's blood type is o negative the universal donor reflecting Archer's role as a police officer dedicated to serving the community. Castor Troyes is AB positive, the universal recipient, someone who takes from society without giving anything back. And following on from that, the main character is named Sean Archer. Sagittarius the Archer, one of the constellations of the Zodiac, is diametrically opposite... Halfway round the year, from the constellation of Gemini, which are two brothers or twins, Castor and Pollux, are the two major stars in the constellation Gemini. I feel like
1: that's a bit far fetched, isn't it? It is, is that, a little. Is that, this is, is what that, I'm saying. Is that it's real? a bit
0: far fetched. I think it is. Yes. <laughs> oh,
1: I don't know about that.
0: Castor and Pollux are the two major stars in the constellation Gemini. Yes.
1: Oh, you mean like that in real life? That's the name of the. Yeah, the two oh, twins. Okay, right. I see. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah.
0: So the the two, uh, the two parts of Gemini are called Castor and Pollux.
1: Oh, I see. Right.
0: Yes. It's a little bit pretentious, but
1: facts, nonetheless. Okay. Because they could have just got Nicholas Cage to do that, both of that.
0: Well, I mean, hang on. Now we're said talking about were, Nicolas Cage they paying, were, th- playing three parts. He <laughs> said that
1: they were twins and then just gave him all of it.
0: Yeah. No, I don't think that they were meant to be twins <laughs> no. in the film. No, but yeah. So the creepy face touching.
1: I didn't mind that. I,
0: That's always unsettled me. I don't
1: mind that because that's the whole point of the film. Like, like it's, their faces are important
0: yeah that other. is true and they're like it oh is look true. Can touch
1: your face but, and that's how I know it's you and this is your, like you know I don't know it's, yeah.
0: but when you're watching it happen <laughs> on the screen you are sat there going something about this doesn't sit right with me yeah
1: it is quite strange <laughs> and some of it is okay but then there's like one or two times when they do it, whoever does it, yeah. and it's like their lip gets dragged. <laughs> so yeah, like
0: what's an fine. okay level no, of face so touching weird. to do?
1: I think like the perfect balance is having a light fingertip touch. Just right. Just down the front or down the side. That's like a nice, careful, uh, you know.
0: But stroke. let me ask you this. Would you do it to a child that you'd just been introduced to? I don't think that you should. I don't think that's an okay thing to do. And it happens to this kid twice. And this (laughs) kid, obviously, we've already established, the kid probably has issues, all right? Probably has certain difficulties. And all of a sudden, he's got people that he doesn't know stroking his damn face. Yeah. Something about that.
1: Well, yeah, that is
0: unsettling that
1: action is accepting him into their cult if <laughs> it's like their thing. if
0: you saw someone doing that yeah. out at like a coffee shop and they <laughs> did that to, again, they were having a fun time like ha, 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 isn't this fun we're having a lovely time face touch <laughs> you would go what is this family about <laughs> what is happening with them what went wrong in their upbringing yeah. that they think that's an okay thing to do. I
1: would understand if it was something that they only did after and he got back to normal, so say like one, like his daughter or his wife or something, as the film was kind of ending, she did it to his face to be like, oh your face is back, that's so good, it's you again, that type of thing, because that makes yes. sense because he's gone through all this traumatic right. face-off right situated.
0: but they didn't do that
1: but they didn't they just <laughs> went straight in right at the beginning
0: that was a choice that was a choice that they made it's
1: just because it's the face it's all about the face it's the face 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 thing
0: i want to take his
1: face yeah oh why did he want to take that's what i don't Ooh, understand? Wee, you look good <laughs> you hat. Know, but that's what i don't i don't understand why he would want to take his face off because that's his face If he takes that face off, he's not going to be able to get it back on him.
0: That's what he's saying, though. He wants to take Sean Archer's face off. And he's making it sound to them like he's going to do it torturously. Right. All he wants is his face back.
1: I know, but he's not going to get it back on himself like that.
0: He's going to stitch it on over Caster Troy face (laughs) He's going to do it himself He's just going to sew it back on He's going to have a face on a face (laughs) It's going to be like a face sandwich
1: Oh that's that's so sweaty
0: He's got double the amount of sweat glands
1: (laughs) No more drugs for this guy
0: that is genuinely one of one of my favorite lines of the film and i use that now whenever someone says something outlandish or crazy like you want to do what no more drugs for this man (laughs) 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 i want to take his face off
1: no more drugs for this man but okay they say that but then they're like okay yeah let's do that then (laughs) (laughs) all right yeah he's had so much he's had so many drugs or so they just just go go along with it drugs that he shouldn't be saying these things, that's crazy. But, oh, well, we'll do yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll do it, it's fine. Yeah, we'll do
0: it. Now, I'm pretty sure that Face Off didn't invent the jumping through the air, dual wielding two pistols
1: no, probably in a not.
0: dive. No. But they did <laughs> utilise it, not just with the main characters, but literally a whole handful of... Of thugs and FBI agents yeah. seem to seem to have this as their default maneuver.
1: And Nicolas Cage was Roly Poly and literally everywhere. Like he didn't even have to, but he just was. These flips
0: that he did from
1: <laughs> no, crouching down a it was onto a, it his was back. A yeah, <laughs> it was a somersault, not flip.
0: <laughs> no, look, here's the thing. All right, I'm gonna put my foot down on this. If it's in an action sequence. You can't call it a roly-poly <laughs> if it's in an action scene because it completely negates the coolness. It completely negates call the cool. At, at most, you can get away with a somersault, right? So he, so he somersaults so onto his back. Like. That's still pretty cool. You can't call it a (laughs) roly-poly
1: because that takes all of the
0: cool out of it
1: but it's exactly what he did there was no reason for it it actually slowed him down at the point that he did it okay like just went from nothing rolled over to nothing and that's a that's a roly-poly okay
0: now here's the thing i'm not denying (laughs) that that's what he did i'm just saying you can't call it that (laughs) In that context.
1: But I don't think it's in any other way.
0: But in the scene, you can't call it... Because it takes away all of the coolness from the action.
1: What do you call it then? A cage roll.
0: Yes. Oh my God, yes. Yeah, you call it... Yeah, it's a barrel roll. A roll cage. A <laughs> roll cage. <laughs> I love it. If that isn't the terminology for it, then it absolutely 100% should It's only should that be. when it's
1: him, obviously that make sense of the one.
0: now there's one more thing that I want to cover before I have you pitch me a sequel oh no oh yes it's gonna happen there's one more thing I want to cover and I think you might have forgotten about it right from the start now obviously this is a very audio driven podcast so people who are listening don't see the fact that I have a drink with a straw oh, in, no. it, oh, in my hand uh, when we record <laughs> but you may have forgotten right from the start of the film, <laughs> This little moment that happened with Nicolas Cage where he went... <laughs>
1: Stop. Stop. In
0: slow motion. It's
1: disgusting. Why do, you have to, why do you have to have such a close-up of his mouth doing that? Oh, that's so horrible.
0: Sucking on a straw.
1: Why is he doing and then, that? Why is that important?
0: And then not five minutes later, he's talking about how long he... Uh, bragging about how long he can eat a peach for.
1: Uh.
0: I just got what that reference was. i just got that that was a euphemism i didn't just get that that was a euphemism i didn't i promise you i know that that was meant to be a euphemism the whole time but i did when i first watched this (laughs) obviously i'm 14 right i don't immediately get the euphemism (laughs) right (laughs) i thought i literally thought he was bragging about the amount of time he can take over (laughs) eating a peach to the world. why is that a brag well, because I thought he was showing off about how like carefully and delicately he can eat like a soft piece of fruit. Right. And how yeah, like caring. Is. Right. <laughs> but is, I yeah. didn't get the the directness of the euphemism there <laughs> right. when I was 14. All yeah. right. The euphemism was lost on me until I watched it a second time. And I went, oh, he's talking about Something naughty things. Else. Yeah. Hmm. But I thought that's a weird thing to brag about. <laughs> how long you take over eating fruit? <laughs> so yeah, essentially, Casta Troy, disgusting human being, disgusting, disgusting. Yeah. Pitch me a sequel.
1: Oh, I don't know. Yeah. How do you how do you have a sequel, a second of taking someone's face off? How do you, how do you even do that? Okay. I'm kind of thinking, and I just can't quite make it to, like, to the end of it.
0: Okay, let's figure out the end together.
1: Right. Start it going. Okay, basically, I want it to be that as the child grows up... Right. ...we find out in some way that that was actually his kid all along and they'd been swapped or something something about the child being swapped. Like, that is what I want.
0: Wow. So it's the children that had the face off the whole time. Not
1: the face. Actual whole swap. Oh, right. Like, oh, not, okay. not and none of this surgical face rubbish science thing anymore. I mean, literally, like, mo- just swapping. Just changing I do find faces. it
0: weird that, they, that by the end of the film, they essentially did that. He swapped his kid that had the hole in the back of his head for one that didn't. So... <sighs> Oh, come on. It's literally the point of the film. I,
1: I, I, I don't think that's the <laughs> it's point. It's
0: literally of the, the whole drive. About, okay, I get it. So so <laughs> there was something, something
1: about... I just want... There is there is something... So
0: essentially it retcons the whole of the opening of this film to the point that Caster Troy shot Sean Archer and accidentally shot his own son rather than Sean Archer's son. Yeah. Okay. It definitely I takes the sting... don't know sting, why, though. definitely <laughs> takes the sting out of this film ending on him age. having... Well, roughly, yeah. Roughly. Because it skips to six years later oh, after yeah, that point. Oh, yeah, they're not point. the same age, No, either. they're
1: not. Okay, that's not going to happen. It does
0: it. take the sting out of him raising <laughs> the child of essentially his mortal enemy for the better part of six years. Yeah, I don't know
1: if that's going to work then. Because they're not even the same age. So that wouldn't be right. I forgot about that. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. Forg- I forgot about that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I don't know then. Because I, I think it was talked about a while ago that they were planning some kind of sequel mm, to this film. And I have absolutely no idea how they would do it. But if they no, do get he's dead. John Travolta... Well, this is the thing. You earlier were not so sure that he was. There, there we go.
1: See, I was right all along.
0: So in the sequel, is he dead? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, all right. There it, goes it the sequel. It has to be then.
1: something to do with a child. It has to be. Okay. It has to be. It's got to be. There isn't anything else that you could do. Like the kid grows up and he's like, what the heck happened to my dad? Are you my dad? What the heck happened? Because all that kid knew... One minute, Nicolas Cage was his dad, or maybe, I don't know. Yes. And then all of a sudden, they just weren't there anymore. So he doesn't remember, he doesn't know, does Fair he? Fair enough. He'd never known his dad before. No. Ever. He didn't no. know who he was. So, and then, you know, this woman comes along, his mum comes along and says, oh, oh, meet your, meet your dad. And he was like...
0: Stroke in his face.
1: And he was just like, <laughs> uh, uh. Yeah, so that kid is just going to think that that face stroke is exactly how everybody greet each other, because... Yep he had a different face and he did it to him so that's another person
0: i think the reason that that kid seems to have so much wrong with him is because he's grown up around so many drugs and guns that some stuff must have slipped in somewhere along the line and he's just (laughs) he his his mind has just been turned to mush
1: yeah because from all of the
0: accidental drugs
1: (laughs) well i don't know i don't know about that but yeah 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 so he didn't think the face touching was weird because everybody he's ever met pretty much has done it <laughs> yeah
0: yeah that's a good just point normal life now that's a good point so he just thinks it's perfectly alright to touch people's faces yeah and just and that's how he that's, <laughs> and how he that's how he greets everyone call
1: them Michael when they're not
0: yeah first day at school he's just going around stroking faces and can't understand why that's <laughs> weird
1: yeah because I mean she was like oh you're scaring him but she must have just thought oh he's on so many drugs he doesn't know what he's going on about
0: exactly so have we said everything that needs to be said about face-off?
1: Yeah, I think so, yeah. You
0: think so? All right. Well, I reckon in that case, it's about time that we got a rating out of you. Now, for those that may be new to the podcast, every episode that we do, we get a rating from the person who hasn't seen the film. And every episode, what the rating is out of changes to be something relevant to the film. So, with that in mind, Amber, what are you going to give face off? Bearing in mind, I appreciate how torn you are because your dislike of Nicolas Cage <laughs> can only be matched by your love of John Travolta. So, I appreciate that this is indeed quite the dilemma for you. <laughs> what are you going to give face off? And what is it going to be out of?
1: Oh, I don't know. I don't know. (laughs) I don't know what I'm going to give it. This is hard.
0: I can literally see the dilemma on your face. (laughs) I can see the dilemma on your face of exactly which way you want to go for this. Because you don't want to rate it too high because of Nicolas Cage. But now you feel like you're doing John Travolta a disservice.
1: Yeah, because I don't actually think the film is that bad. I know it's a little bit—I don't want to say cheesy, but it's a little bit like, oh come on, uh, uh, you know, eye in a bit. No, far-fetched. but
0: this is the thing. It's not cheesy. There are moments of it that are cringe, but it is that far-fetched, what the hell, action AF
1: yeah.
0: scenario but that the '90s action be. movies are just great at accomplishing.
1: Yeah, so you might think that it's silly and far-fetched and oh that'll never happen. Yeah. But that's that's what it's supposed to be. That's exactly what the film is. you and can't rate it down yeah. for that. And here's
0: the thing, if it had been Arnold Schwarzenegger and sliced alone in this, it would have ended up silly, being yeah. a little bit more on like almost the campy side yeah, but would. not quite. Yeah,
1: it would. Yeah.
0: And this is like just, just on the right side of campy.
1: Yeah, it is and for one reason and one reason only.
0: Well, hey, look! If you're we're talking, if you're talking about John Travolta yeah, and I campy, in this, that's a yeah. whole other conversation that we can get into if you want. No, but I film, feel like though, we're out of time. In this film,
1: in this film, he brought the level down to a very classy, <laughs> to to a classy place. I just thought it just you know yeah. anyway so because actually the film delivered exactly what it's supposed to right everything was everything that should have happened probably did happen it was fine okay. it's fine yeah okay yeah Nicolas Cage is a little bit annoying he annoys me quite a lot
0: <laughs> okay
1: but John Chevalier gave a very solid performance as two different characters and a very believable performance of both characters yeah so i'm going to give it four.
0: <gasps> oh my goodness i i'm I, genuinely i'm speechless i'm speechless i didn't i mean okay i wasn't expecting this to get a five out of you but i genuinely thought you were going to go down the route of like maybe at most a two and a half <gasps> I genuinely thought that's what on, I was going to get on from for you. A
1: little bit longer than I'd imagined. My, but, I mean,
0: my <laughs> excitement over showing you this film and introducing you to Face Off has not led to disappointment, <laughs> and I cannot tell you I'm how glad. ecstatic I'm so I am. Glad I could
1: give you this gift.
0: Brilliant. Thought what's it's it out actually, of?
1: But also, it's actually quite funny. I just, I just thought it's actually really funny that the people that John Travolta worked with. Yeah. Um, liked him more as the other guy. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and that's a brilliant thing. Like when he comes he's out such and such he starts being... a fun being... character.
1: Like, he's yeah, so like... funny. Who took the stick up from your butt?
0: It's like, oh my goodness. Now that he's over this whole manhunt <laughs> for the guy that killed his son, he's really lightened up. This guy's a party dude.
1: Oh, wow. It's almost like he doesn't have a dead son. I, I know. know.
0: You never would have thought this guy suffered a harrowing tragedy. <laughs> Changed his life forever. <laughs> no,
1: he's great. Look at him now. He's, he's humming, so laid he's back, singing. He's having a good time. He's
0: clearly not on drugs or anything. Yeah, you'd
1: be worried for him, wouldn't you? Yeah. Anyway, But they don't seem to care. But anyway,
0: the daughter didn't even suspect when he started smoking. She thought, "Oh my God, my dad's cool now."
1: <laughs> Where did you learn to fight? Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> um, so yeah, so I'm gonna give it four, and I'm sorry that I have to do this because it makes me want to vomit but it has to be done okay it's gonna be four peaches i knew you yeah, were gonna I know. do i not think of anything else what else is there
0: four peaches that i i'm imagining that you could eat for hours no 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 All no right, relation okay. to anything All like right.
1: that i just like peaches i was
0: gonna say that's a really weird <laughs> brag otherwise <laughs> We didn't even mention that the guy from that seventies show was oh, in yeah. it. The guy he in the car that got up. kicked in the crotch.
1: Yeah, he got really beaten up. Yeah. Yeah. That's what
0: you get for being in that seventies show.
1: <laughs> That's why John Chabot would beat him up. Yeah. <laughs> he saw me. He was like, "Oh, that kid." Uh. Was it? It wasn't
0: at all to do the fact that with the fact that he was touching up someone else's <laughs> daughter that he was pretending to be the father of. No, because that wouldn't bother him as that character at all. No, it's the fact that he saw him and he was in (laughs) that seventies show, and he went, "Oh man, that guy really annoyed me. I'm going to go and kick." (laughs) Oh what? He was trying to touch you up. Oh, happy benefit, I suppose. (laughs) There we go. All's well that ends well. Uh, Speaking of all's well that ends well, face off gets four peaches for (laughs) four. Peaches from Amber, an incredibly, surprisingly high rating that has left me bewildered, gobsmacked (laughs) and entirely ecstatic. Can I just give an
1: honourable mention to the man that was being electrocuted and totally brain fried who helped him get out of the chair and then died anyway? Right. Sorry about that.
0: Yeah, sorry about that. And I've got to say, I am surprised that I have made it this far through the whole podcast and not managed to be... Oh, no. It's so weird. I'm Sean Archer. Well, if you're Sean Archer, then I guess I'm Caster Troy. (laughs) I'm sorry. It had to happen. It had to happen. I'm surprised. I, I nearly hemorrhaged. Making it through the whole podcast without doing it, all right? There's, if you look at me now, there's a little bit of blood just coming out of my nose from where I've held it back,
1: all no right? No one can hear me now because I am out of the room. <laughs> it's so weird. You
0: look just like me. And now I look just like you. Yeah, well, if you look like me, now I look like you.
1: <laughs> Your John Travolta needs work.
0: <laughs> Some would argue my Nicolas Cage needs work as well. <laughs> not as much though. But what do you all out there listening to this podcast reckon? Not just of my impressions, although you can Everybody tell me knows. about them as Everybody well. Knows you can, that. you know, we if all you all
1: know what's coming with that. If
0: you want to rate not just this podcast but my impressions as well, we're happy to have that happen <laughs> okay. too. What do you all think? Do you reckon that Face Off is a perfect slice? of over-the-top 90s action or do you think that it's just totally implausible garbage what do you think of john travolta as a bad guy and Nicolas cage as a good guy who nearly didn't do the film until he got told that he was for the most part playing the good guy by the way just another sweet little fact for you there there we go i even got the theme song as well <laughs> Do you reckon that Face-Off will get its supposed sequel that has been rumoured for quite some time? Or do you think that this is one of these internet hearsay things that is just going to circulate forever and never come to fruition? If you do think it's going to come to fruition, what do you want to see from a sequel for it? What do you think is going to happen? All of these and more can be communicated to us through our social media. I am at Drew Bridger.
1: At Amber Inch.
0: And you can use the hashtag BTTRpod on Twitter and other parts of the internet to know that we are being spoken about. If they have enjoyed this podcast episode... And my impressions. <laughs> what else should they do, Amber?
1: Don't mention the impressions because they will be ignored.
0: It's so weird. What <laughs> else should they do? They should go to Instagram. What Instagram is it? I'm
1: not answering. Tell that. them
0: the hashtag.
1: <laughs> <sighs> they should like and subscribe and review on your podcast service and rate five stars. And go on our Instagram at bttrpodcast.
0: Yes, it has changed slightly now from what it was. We are now at BTTR Podcast. Full word.
1: Full word.
0: On Instagram. So head over to there and we'll put some beautiful, beautiful pictures of (laughs) John John Travolta up.
1: (laughs) I'm excited about this now. (laughs) It's so weird. It's my face. No, wrong. We know.
0: Or is it your face or is it actually my face?
1: (laughs) But
0: he actually does talk like that, so that's fine. Yeah, yeah, he does. So don't forget to leave that rating as well, particularly if you have enjoyed some impressions that you've heard (laughs) at the end here. If you haven't enjoyed them, then I'm very sorry. Don't leave that rating. I (laughs) apologise. I won't ever do them again until the next time that we do a film with John Travolta and or Nicolas Cage in it. (laughs) Um, But until our next episode, (sighs) Amber, I am bit hungry okay yeah what do you fancy having peaches no 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 all right maybe i'll just stroke your face instead (laughs) (laughs) actually did it